welcome to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. I'm your average runner, chasing some big distances and learning a lot along the way. Welcome back to Chasing Barefoot Ultra, where we talk all things running, mindset, and really tuning into your body. This week, I wanted to talk about staying on track with your own goals and not feeling pressured to change them to look like what someone else's goals might be, especially for the upcoming year. Before I dive right into that, though, um, I wanted to give a quick update on how running is going. The ice is still sticking around. It's made things a lot more challenging, but it's been really nice to be able to get out. The one bonus with the ice is that you know, the temperatures are warmer, so it's not too bad. It has definitely slowed down the pace overall, though, because there's sections that a person really just can't run. I've probably run on sections that I definitely shouldn't have, but I just wanted to keep going, and I kind of picked my way through, um, found some softer sections in the ice or you know, bits of gravel or grass where I could. But it's starting to feel a lot better again. Um, The pain that I was having in my knee is definitely subsiding and I'm starting to really want to push that distance. So that is really nice feeling, um, something I'm really excited about and we'll see how it kind of continues to progress. But hopefully I'll be, you know, getting some high miles in again very soon. The reason I wanted to talk about, you know, focusing on our own goals and what we have kind of set out for ourselves is because this last week has been, you know, race entries have opened up for some of the races that are on that race bucket list that I had earlier. And some of these, like, I do really want to do them. They're, you know, some dream runs and I think they would be absolutely amazing but I need to just remember where I'm at right now and where my goals are. Because as soon as I start trying to push farther than where I'm really ready to be, that's when I can really sabotage my current training and, you know, the long-term training as well. The thing is, we don't want to just completely push those aside either, though. So when we see people signing up for these races and it ignites that, you know, fire in us, and even if we aren't there yet, it pushes us to keep training, to keep building and to strive for those. And it might help push us out of our comfort zone a bit in the short term. So is there something that we can do now to push ourselves to get to a place where We're ready to be signing up for those because the reality is if I was to sign up for the Canadian death race right now, when, you know, signups opened, I wouldn't be ready in time. I don't feel like I would have the miles under my belt that I really needed to, to perform the way I would want to there. So when I go to that race and I do want to be there one day, that when I stand there, I'll feel ready. And I think I've got a really good plan on how to get myself there. 
but to jump ahead and just register for me, it would not end well. Some people it might work fine, but I think it's so easy, especially right now in the era of social media that we start really comparing ourselves. And that's the part that not concerns me the most, but the part I want to be most conscious of. So comparing what my goals are next year to what other people are posting that they've registered for and that they're starting to train and work towards for next year. They look very different, but one is not better than the other. And there's one in particular signed up for the Canadian death race and was pretty excited to have gotten a spot. And I was like, well, you know, that's one that I want to be there sometime. And I started to get that, you know, the FOMO. And I needed to really rein myself in and remind myself that where I am right now in my running and in my ultra journey is good. It's right where I need to be. I don't need to jump ahead a couple of chapters to get there before I'm ready. And when I talked to this person just on Instagram, they actually had said that it had been a couple, two, three years that they had been dreaming about doing this race and dreaming about lining up at the start line. And it was the one that really got them interested in pushing the distance and seeing what they could do with their running. And it just reminded me that they were once where I am right now. And we're all really on our own path on this. And it's not even comparing chapter one to chapter 10 or however the saying goes, because I really don't like that saying. I think we just shouldn't compare each other. But it's more, they're not jumping in and just starting with that race. Like a person really does need to build up to it. And that just reminded me to trust myself and to trust the process that I'm working towards. When I do line up at that race, it's going to be a big moment for me. And it's going to feel probably equally parts terrifying and exhilarating. But it doesn't need to happen this year. It doesn't need to happen immediately. There's a lot of things that I want to do and I want to accomplish that is going to really help build me up to that. And I need to remember to just focus on what my goals are. Rein myself back in and remember where I am in my running, in my training, and in my mindset. I'm not at a point right now where I want to be traveling, you know, really far to try and run really far. I just want to ease myself in, you know, start to feel more comfortable going faster, start to feel more comfortable seeing if I can go further and just find a training plan that works really well for me because it's something that I've been really working towards. And, you know, I've tried a few different methods and one worked really well and then you know try and shoehorn a training plan or training style that I see so many doing and it just kind of imploded my running last year. So it's really a matter of finding 
that confidence in ourselves as a runner and just remembering what we want out of it and not worry about what anybody else is doing because our goals and their goals are probably very different and neither are wrong. There's not, you know, one right way to approach doing this. But it is also, I think, important to consider when we have that, you know, passion ignited and we start, you know, having that desire to maybe go and do these, not to just ignore it or push it aside and say, no, no, this over here, this is what I'm doing. Because it's obviously, there's an interest and a desire there, but we need to keep sight on, you know, what we're really wanting out of this and where we're at. So for me, what this race sign up season has done, while I felt like, yeah, it would be really exciting. And part of me, you know, a small part wanted to just let's sign up and see what happens because, you know, you only live once. So why wait to do it? Why not just do it right now? But I knew that wasn't the right answer. So I started to think to myself, okay, what are the steps that I need to take in order to get there aside from the plan I already had, which was, you know, my spring 50k and trying to do a fall 100k, um, trying to increase my speed and add in, you know, speed work to my regular training. What else could I do to get myself to a place where I was comfortable and excited to be going to the in-person events and the in-person runs. And really the answer is to go to an in-person event or an in-person run. But it also needs to be, at least for me, it needs to be something that is smaller, something that maybe isn't as far, and also one that I don't have to travel really far to. So something I can you know, kind of dip my toe in, not feel too overwhelmed by, you know, competition, um, or feeling like I need to maintain a certain pace or anything like that to get it finished. Part of my hesitation for doing the in-person events and especially local ones, I guess, is because, you know, I'm out there running all the time and it's where it's visible and people see it and you start to really doubt what you're able to do and doubt what you're doing. And I don't want to, you know, go to this event, have my pace be really slow and be like, oh, well, you know, I thought she was a runner and feel like I'm being, you know, outed as this fraud, which is absolutely ridiculous. But that's kind of where the mindset is. And it's really a confidence thing. So I felt like, okay, if I want to go and, you know, do the Mount Robson Ultra, it might be a good idea to have this other in-person event under my belt first. So I can really see where I'm at, can gain some confidence in, you know, my speed, how I perform against, you know, other people, and just see that, you know, I'm not two hours behind the last person that came in. in. Even if I was, it really doesn't matter. But 
even if I go out there and do that, and I am two hours behind, I'll see that it really doesn't matter. And it doesn't make me less of a runner or anything like that. It's just a matter of going out and running it for you. It's just that there happens to be other people out there also running it for themselves. And some people might get competitive. They might be really, you know, striving for that win. But if that's not my goal, then it shouldn't matter. And it's really not my goal. I'm not going to be the fastest one out there. It's just not in my wheelhouse. And that's okay. I don't want to be. I'd be happy if I was, you know, middle of the pack or, you know, back of the pack, but not, you know, really, really far behind the last person. But it's just a matter of getting yourself out there and exposing yourself to that event. And one of the things that really drew me to the trail running community is that the competition really isn't there. When, you know, you watch these big races, the person who comes in first is out there cheering for the person who's coming across last. And as they say, it doesn't matter how long it takes you. You've traveled the same distance. You've put in the work. And one of the elite ultra runners has actually said it's probably harder in some ways to be out there that much longer because that time on your feet is what will really do you in. So while I know it's a very supportive community and the people are really great in that aspect, there's always going to be that imposter syndrome that comes up. And so that's what I've kind of taken from watching all these race signups and seeing, you know, these people going after their goals for next year, setting new ones, taking new adventures and really pushing their limits. And while I am doing that as well, it looks a lot different the way I'm doing it right now compared to some of the other runners that I follow. But just because it looks different, I could say it doesn't mean it's wrong or needs to change. I can still take that desire and, you know, funnel it into my running, keeping it to a point where it's still fun. It's still motivating me to get out there. It's still pushing my limits and I still find joy in it. If we start comparing our runs, our goals to somebody else's, at least for me, it immediately takes that joy out of it. Immediately. I start to think, well, okay, I'm signed up to run a 50 in the spring, virtually. What is that going to look like compared to, you know, this mountain ultra that everyone else is signing up for? Well, it's going to look a lot different. The views are probably not going to be as incredible, but it's still going to be a great accomplishment. And if I'm able to do one in the spring, I'm going to be damn proud of myself for being able to do it. And if I can come back from that and continue to train and build and go out for that hundred in the fall, I will have proven to myself 
that I can come back after those runs, fall back into a training plan that works for me and that I'm comfortable with and that I you know, have tweaked and tuned over the years. And I can rely on that. So then after that 100, I can take, you know, probably a few weeks off, reassess, look at what I want to do the following year, and go after that, having that confidence, knowing that the training worked really well for me, or, you know, knowing I needed to make some adjustments. But I would have built up that base that personally, I feel I really need to build up before I can go out and attack some of these other ones. Watching these signups, seeing these, you know, mountain ultras that everyone is gearing up to do has pushed me to consider doing that in-person one that's more local this year. It's only a 22k. There's quite a bit of elevation gain at the end, but it's one that I feel quite comfortable with that distance. I know the distance is definitely doable. It would be, you know, a matter of time. And also within that, I can push the pace a bit more. I don't have to be super conservative with it. So it's one more step, one step to get myself there, build that confidence up and know that I can push that. I can succeed there. I can, you know, go out, run my run, finish it, and not be seen as a fraud. And even if someone somewhere says, oh, I thought she was actually a runner and that was really slow, it's really not going to matter to me at that point because I will have finished it and I will know that I'm a runner. I will know what matters to me. Because really, this all boils back down to that question of why are you out there doing it? Why are you running? Why are you going after these distances? Why are you entering these races? We need to remember what that why is. We need to remember what our goals are, what our motivation is for being there, and hold on to that. Push ourselves where we need to push ourselves. We don't want to get stuck in that comfort zone, but we also don't want to jump off the cliff and into this run that we know we're not quite ready for. There will be a time if that's the run that we want to do, there will be a time to go out and do it. But just because we're seeing everybody else sign up doesn't mean that that's the time. You will know, and I'm confident that I'll know when the time is to go and do that. And I'll be, you know, scared and not sure if I should sign up, but I'll also know in my gut that it's the right time and I need to lean into that feeling and trust that feeling. Even when it tells me it is not the right time, it's not being pessimistic or not believing in myself. It's just not the time. And that gut feeling is one that I've trusted before. And I need to learn to really trust. It was the gut feeling telling me probably shouldn't sign up for the great virtual race across Tennessee because that's not your style of running. And when you try and run in that style, you implode. My gut told me not to. 
And I interpreted that as me just being afraid and that I should just go for it anyway. I should just believe in myself and just go do it. But that's not what the feeling was. It wasn't that I didn't believe in myself. It's that I knew in by doing that, I was going to sabotage myself because I wasn't there yet. I wasn't in the place where I should be pushing to try and run that far in that short amount of time. And my gut feeling turned out to be completely accurate. I wasn't able to get that distance done. And a lot of the reason why was because I kept feeling behind, like I knew I would. And so my runs got shorter, I got more in my head, and it just fizzled out. And my whole year of training really you know, took a dive. But that is also okay. It's not like I lost that year or it was all just a write-off. I learned a lot about myself. I learned what doesn't work for me. I learned how I should really trust my gut when it tells me these things. But I also learned that I could push through a lot of pain if I wanted something bad enough. And when I finished that 50, I was damn proud of myself. It was slower than my other one. I was hurting a lot more. But I didn't stop and I didn't give up. And there was no time in there that I wanted to throw the towel in. There was a lot of time in there when I wasn't really sure how I was going to finish. But I knew somehow I would. And I would figure it out along the way. I just put my head down and I kept going. Knowing that you can push through something like that, knowing that you have it in you to grind through, is only going to help for future runs, for anything, not just running. But knowing you can persevere through that and that you have the willpower to push yourself is, there's just nothing else really like it. So as you're watching all these other runners sign up and, you know, start chasing these goals that may or may not look like yours, pay attention to the ones that really ignite a fire, but don't lose sight of your own. Don't start thinking that your goals need to look like theirs or your runs need to look like theirs. Remember why you're out there, what you're fighting for, and what you want out of this whole thing. Thanks for tuning in to Chasing Barefoot Ultra. If you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. If you want to find me on Instagram, you can find me at Chasing Barefoot Ultra.